TikTok moves so fast and no one dwells on, I don't think anyone even thinks of it in terms of failure. It's just like everyone puts out content on TikTok every day that, you know, that doesn't land for whatever reason. A lot of it can be good content and it's just, it's part of the learning experience. So I would just look forward. And we're back. Pjellowik from Tracker here. And you're listening to The Fast Track, the show where marketing change agents discuss transforming their marketing practice for the future. This is part two of my conversation with Amy Okers and Dustin Good from TikTok. If you've not listened to the first episode, please pause and go listen to part one now. In this part two episode, both Dustin and Amy provide specific examples of brands that have been successful on the platform and also share what they're most excited about at TikTok. Stick around till the end as Dustin plans to share a special gift with us. Amy and Dustin, welcome back to the Fast Track. When you speak to marketers, who do you point to in TikTok that has done amazing, that could be a, a blueprint for other, and we, we can stay with beauty brands as an example, beauty and CPG brands. Who, who would be a good example that might be a few months or a few years ahead of, uh, of others today? I mean, I'll take this one. I, I mean, within beauty, I, I do feel like beauty within CPG or across all categories has really been an early adopter, regardless of where you are in the digital space. I think L'Oreal has certainly done an amazing job of embracing TikTok as an entertainment platform, really trying to come in, understand the platform, the communities, those sub-communities, and really our products to make it really work for them. Um, but I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier, but also at the same time, releasing control, right? Releasing that creative control. So I, I really feel like L'Oreal is probably at the top. We talked about Estee Lauder. Within the, you know, I would even say within the food and bev space, there's been, you know, Pepsi, I think has done a great job. I think, you know, goldfish, you know, go reach for the handful. I mean, who doesn't love goldfish? I snack on it 24 seven, like, but just them being on the platform, using creators, using um, some well-known creators to really, you know, move the needle even more with their own challenge. I think just, you know, reinvigorated the brand. Who knew that they really needed to reinvigorate? Again, a goldfish all day long, but it's just like, you know, penetrating culture, I think is what these brands understand that they need to continuously do. And I think those are great examples of the clients who constantly are trying to be part of that conversation and be part of culture. Dustin, I don't know if there's any other examples that before you chime in, Justin, yeah. uh, just to follow up that I think it just touches on, on this point. Do some brands have it easier than others on the basis of who they are? And, and I'll use a specific example. You mentioned Dove. So Dove has had brand values imprinted to their core for the past 20 years. It's all about real beauty. They made this statement not using models uh, going a few years back. So for them, leaping into authenticity should not be a stretch. Uh, because this is the brand. And I'm just wondering if some of your advice is it might be more accessible to some than others, or is it just different tactics and strategies? And, and really anybody can start embracing uh, a new way of thinking about your, your marketing and your branding. I mean, I'll just jump in really quickly. I actually think 
If I ask my daughter in full transparency, who, right, who's almost 17 years old, what Dove stood for, I don't think as a consumer, she would be able to say to me, oh, they're about, you know, body inclusivity representation. I, I don't think she would. And I think the majority of Gen Zers don't know that about some of these brands who have been around for a pretty long time. So to answer your question from my perspective, I think it's a it's an even playing field, whether you are a older traditional CPG brand or if what I consider you're a challenger brand just coming into the space, you have to make your mark. You have to constantly communicate to consumers today what you stand for, right? Because they, they may not know, but it actually means something to them. And I would say it means more to Gen Zers than anybody else. You, you know, what you're offering, what you stand for, how you represent, how you talk, who you put in your creative, all of that matters to them. And I think, again, that's the beauty of TikTok because these creators are diverse. They are all showing up with their own perspective, their own story, and they're really able to, again, you know, tell that real authentic story and it resonates and makes an emotional connection. Dustin, I know you're going to jump in as well. Yeah, completely. I, 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 open playing field is, is the best way to put it. Cause a, a good, a good story is a good story. I mean, of course, if you have, if you're a brand with legacy and you have brand equity um, you should leverage that in how you show up to TikTok. I mean that, you know, you should use that to your advantage. And, you know, there's also nostalgia and kind of vintage culture are, are big trends on TikTok. And so kind of like peering back into your, you know, into your marketing treasure chest brand, a number of brands have had success, like kind of pulling, bringing back old jingles and and kind of reinvigorating them through through new interpretation on on TikTok. Rice Aroni did a really fun campaign like that. Um, so I mean, yes, be smart about how you you know can use your brand brand traditions and equity, but but you don't need them. I mean, you know, if you don't have that, it's a great opportunity to you know you have a like a wide open canvas to um, to tell your story in whatever way you want. I like I did a small business panel with this creator called Tassel Amor. Um, and she sells tassels from Mexican artisans. And I, I did the panel with her. I've seen her channel. Even despite that, I, I don't even know what you use tassels for. Like I just, it's like the, they're, I guess, a decorative element, but I don't even, know, I don't know where I would put them. And this isn't a good app <laughs> for her, but it, yeah, it's, uh, but she's like, she's just told the story of these artists that she's met and, and, you know, like how she tells her, sells her tassels. She also does kind of advice to other small business owners and she's selling out from TikTok. She's told me like every new, like, shipment of tassels she gets from a new artist she sells out within days and it's just you know like she made tassels interesting <laughs> on tiktok she had zero brand equity she had nothing so you know we try and build a platform and you know deliberately where it's not follower based it's not about mm -hmm. it's not a contest to build the most friends it's built to be made the best content win and that's true as a creator, as a brand, as a celebrity, yeah. whomever, you know, there's meant to be, you know, sort of equality in, in that competition. Uh, and so I just, as a brand, like you should relish that challenge. Like, let me, you know, let me make the best content and win. 
Excellent. Let, let me uh, take the other side of that question and not ask about the brands that have succeeded, but uh, I'll, I'll impersonate a brand that has not or missed the mark on TikTok the first time around. It was too skittish, wasn't sure about what was going on. But now I'm realizing that I'm so far behind my competition. I come to you guys and ask you, how do I get to catch up? I would, I would just say, don't, I wouldn't even frame it in those terms because, you know, TikTok moves so fast and no one dwells on, I don't think anyone even thinks of it in terms of failure. It's just like everyone puts out content on TikTok every day that, you know, that doesn't land for whatever reason. A lot of it can be good content and it's just, it's part of the learning experience. So I would just look forward. I mean, TikTok, if a trend started like, a month ago, it's, it's ancient history. So, you know, every, like the TikTok community is always looking for that next, you know, that next interesting video that they, that they want to do their own take on, you know, or send to their friends and just going back to Amy's point, just, just be brave, show up, try some things. If whatever didn't work, who cares? I mean, you know, don't do the same thing, right? Yeah. Like learn, learn from it, but I, the TikTok community is is totally accepting and, and just wants to see wants to see you keep trying. I plus one to that. Keep trying. Like keep the effort. Don't, keep don't the progression. Back. Look ahead. Yes. Are you partnering with your influencers to help drive sales this holiday season? With Tracker's new social commerce capabilities, you can select the best influencers to help increase traffic to your e-commerce site. Create tracking links and streamline commission payments to influencers. And measure the impact of every campaign and influencer on your KPIs. From awareness to conversion, Tracker provides the intelligence and tools you need to impact each stage of your customer journey. Reach out at tracker.com to learn more. One, uh, one last question before I get to my, my, uh, my little quiz at the very end of, uh, of the podcast. What's in the tank that gets you really excited at TikTok today? You can share things that you're allowed to really to, to share or not. Just kidding. <laughs> this is going to our audience. Well, I'll start. I, th- I thought we'd get to this before now, but we've had so much bracing conversation. We didn't uh, uh, didn't come to it. The, we're investing a ton in our our creator community in, in a bunch of different ways, but specifically with brand partnerships, you know, we really see this as central to brands having success and, and for, you know, being the best home for creators. And so specifically our TikTok creator marketplace is, is a platform that had launched in beta a couple of years ago. We just, you know, made a, an official announcement, you know, of its kind of release recently, but there's there's tens of thousands of creators on there now. Um, we're going to be growing that community significantly. We're investing in a bunch of different functionality on the platform. But you know, we we really you know accessing creators, working with them. It it is a new skill. It's a new muscle that brands are training themselves up on, and it's it's not easy. I mean, I've been doing this for close to a decade, and it's still challenging. These are human relationships. You're trying to navigate your brand values against someone, you know, a a creator's kind of personal branding and, and their point of view. So, you know, just with our platform, you know, we're trying to simplify that process. We're trying to offer prepackaged ways to partner with, to engage with different types of creators. Um, And, you know, that's going to continue to be a, a, a really important tool for, for brands going forward. And one that we really want them to explore. 
glad, glad you called this out, Dustin. How about you, Amy? Well, what are you guys working on that gets you oh really God. excited? I mean, honestly, guys, TikTok blows me away on a daily basis. It's like, what are we not working on? And some of the stuff I don't even know, right? On the sales side, guys, they, they keep me in the dark until I, until I need to know. I think the thing that I'm most excited about is, is what we spent a lot of time in the beginning on, which is about, I think, community commerce, right? The tightening of the funnel, the opportunity to use creators and their communities, their sub-communities to really make impact for our brands. Like that to me is gonna continue to evolve and shift as it should, but that's what really gets me excited is where we go from here, how we really lean into discovery, entertainment, conversations, authentic conversations to really drive at register. Right. So that's what I'm really excited about. And then I'm excited about the unknown because I know TikTok is going to come out with something that is just going to blow us all away. And I'm always excited and on the edge of my seat for that. So I can't share what it is because I don't know yet, but we'll cover that in the next follow up. (laughs) Nice. Great answer. So let me conclude by asking you guys, I I always do this with uh, with my guests. Who do you look up to for inspiration on, on marketing? personal brand? I'm going to give you Mark Pritchard. I'm going to PNG. I mean, hands down, I think probably one of the most brilliant marketers out there, what he continues to do at PNG legacy brand and just the mark that he wants to make in the marketplace with PNG and their brands. So that for me, he's probably... He's probably at the top of my list, Dustin. Well, I'm I'm going to take the the easy answer too. Um, no offense to Mark, but uh, it it's really our creators that um, yeah. you know inspire me every day, and I think should should inspire brands. I, that that would, the biggest advice I would give to brands is you know they're it just it it does take so much bravery to to put yourself out there as a creator and they're, you know, talk about no, you know, no brand equity, no legacy, you know, they're, they're starting from scratch and they're just, you know, they're telling their stories or they're trying some, you know, some comedy skits. They have no idea if it's going to work, you know, they're putting out hundreds of videos, trying to see what, what the audience likes and, you know, so many of them are succeeding and it's just, you know, I love to see their ingenuity and, you know, and their talent. Um, and specifically, I'm going to, I'm going to give the audience here a gift. Uh, I'm going to give three creators that specifically can inspire you in, in beauty and CPG. Number one, Yaya Young, Y-A three times, and then Young spelled the normal way. Go to him for joy. He is the most joyful presence you can find on the platform is what the sort of joy of TikTok is about. Uh, he embodies. Uh, number two, Bond and Avant. Bond, like the uh, action hero that's about to have his movie launched. I was going to say uh, James Bond. Is that where yes, we're going? Okay. Yes. Uh, E-N, but she's not like James Bond. I mean, I yeah. guess in a way, she's cool like James Bond, but E-N and then A-V-A-N-T, Bond and Avant. And 
go to her for relatability. She's kind of, I don't know if she coined it, but um, she's sort of a core member of, of hashtag every girl talk. And she's just very open. She talks about um, uh, skincare along with, you know, lots of other things she, uh, she goes, goes through in her life, but she, she just talks about, you know, like these are issues that I have. She's, she's just completely open, bears it all. And the last one, Domenica AQ, D-O-M-E-N-I-C-A, AQ, go to her for creativity and inventiveness. Just visually, she's always kind of testing the boundaries of the platform and and how you can, you know, rethink production on TikTok, but also showcasing beauty routines and products. And, you know, I mean, those are three of hundreds that are amazing, but I want to give people some specific starting points uh, to kind of train their TikTok feeds. And those are three great creators. Those were good ones. Christmas came early for us. That's awesome, Dustin. Thank you. Though I I have to say that I I don't know if I'm equipped as a Frenchman to to go check out Yaya Young because to too much like TikTok, I perceive the creator as being happy and joyful and uplifting. So if you're telling me this is the top of TikTok, I don't know if my Frenchness can handle it. But that's that's awesome. Test it One out. Last, you can do it. One last question. What's the next trend that you guys are each spending time on? Dustin, I'll let you take this one first. This one, this one's tough for me. Yeah, I I mean, I think Amy alluded to it, you know, as a platform, even though we sort of slagged on the uh, the bottom of the funnel uh, earlier in the podcast, I mean, we do, you know, we want to serve our users in the best way possible and make their make their lives easier, make it more fun to use the platform. And so, you know, we are going to be like, you know, social shopping, community-driven shopping, um, you know, looking at these TikTok maybe buy at moments and just making them easier to, to participate in as a consumer, making, making product. I mean, think of, I don't know, Amy, Amy liked to go to her, go with her friends to the mall. I, like I'm maybe the traditional male, like shopping just feels like a chore to me. It feels awful. And so, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to make that it make it less awful. You know, if I see someone talking in a fun way about a product and I can just click and get a little, a little more information and purchase on the app, um, you know, we are trying to kind of compress that funnel and uh, and make a, a more enjoyable, you know, purchase experience. If you're interested, you know, we need, we're going to do it in a way that doesn't take away from the, um, the entertainment and the great content. But I think that's going to be a really exciting development on the platform. Yeah. And I took this question more, Pierre, of like, trends that I'm seeing on TikTok and like, what am I really honing in on? So I'm going to answer it through that lens, which guys don't judge me. I, I love how you just pivoted my question. That's I, fine though. We will we, we let you out on this one. I'm a salesperson. I pivot, <laughs> but this is how I'm going to answer it because I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with clean talk on TikTok, specifically how to reorganize your refrigerator and all of the little compartments that you need to then go and buy just to organize your refrigerator. So when you open up those beautiful doors, it is the most you know, aesthetically pleasing, highly visual experience to invite you in. And that is what I'm obsessed with. So that's the trend that I've been right. spending a lot of time with. All right. Very great, very good answer. I'm actually gonna go check it out now. You should. Guys, this is exciting. 
So we, it's been a, a long conversation. I'm glad we, we had it. And as Dustin, as you mentioned, TikTok moves uh, at fast speed. So you're welcome to, to this podcast anytime to give us some dates and some news so that we can keep looking forward and not, and not back. And on this, I want to thank you both. And thanks for participating. And uh, until next time. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Fast Track. Tell us what you thought of this episode by emailing us at ft.tracker.com. That is ft.tracker.com. If you enjoyed this episode, please share with a friend and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening from today. Thanks again and see you next time.